0: boom and george has his volume still going yeah we're trying to figure
1: Uh, out where it's uh, at and it's our first time doing this in a while sammy i can't even figure out how to share it on my facebook well you'll get there you'll get we'll get there maybe i gotta use my phone what's going on sammy how you doing today
0: Living good, man. How about yourself?
1: Doing fantastic, man. I'm mean, gonna. I figured out well, how to do it on my phone, so that so that is always a good thing. And uh, we're here, ready to roll. Well,
0: if you might have heard me, I did a little snap, and uh, that's kind of a, that. That's kind of me and George's cue that we're starting. I'm not snapping at him, but every episode, George, <laughs> when people hear this, do it with me. When they hear, that means bam, the show is starting, and we're back. And this guy's. Today is season two, technically, like episode one. We're kind of revamping things, going back to a live. And George and I kind of wanted to start today's podcast because it is a new season. Like it's a season two, episode one type of deal. We're going yep. to be talking some, you know, some NBA basketball. We're going to be talking Southwest Airlines because some crazy stuff happened. And this is the type of things we're going to do. We're going to do icebreakers and we're going to be talking sports, a little bit of everything. But today, we kind of want to talk about why we're going back to live. And I think that's a really interesting you know, conversation because if you do w- listen to our podcast or if you have watched our shows in the past, that's kind of where we all started.
1: Yeah, and we just wanted to give another avenue for people to hear us uh, a little bit more relevant topics right i mean the world of sports is such fast so fast moving a lot of people like reactions a lot of people like to know hey uh we listen to George and Sammy we like their opinion what did they actually think of last night's game what do you think is going to be happening tonight um and we want to make fresh content fun content and we want you guys to see us more so we decided to come back live we'll be doing this uh basically Monday through Friday at around one o'clock. And that means when I say basically Monday through Friday, it doesn't sometimes if there's not much going on or we're busy, it's not going to be that strict of a schedule. So that's kind of just like the basis of a schedule.
0: I'll keep it simple. Follow us at pod that on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. You'll know when we're going live that day. It's going to be mostly five days a week, but you will also know when we're not going live. We'll we'll put out a tweet every every time there's going to be not a show for that day. Uh, we'll put out a post to whatever it is. If we're not going to be on for a day, we'll let you guys know. But pretty simply, you can find the podcast at Pod That, Two Brothers Talking Sports on yep. all platforms. You can find us, our cool company at The Sports On Tap um, or TheSportsOnTap.com. And of course, the podcast at Pod That on all platforms. And we're going back to kind of our roots. And that's where we want people to chime in. We want people to comment in, interact with us, and uh, help us grow. And George and I, you know, we, we did this for, man, we, how long did we do it for? We did it for almost like two years for quite some mm-hmm. time. And we found kind of a, um, I guess just to keep this, you know, like an open mic type of thing, we did find some type, some kind of, I guess it was a little more stagnant for us when we started just doing random podcasts and not having this more daily routine. And I think we kind of got away from the, you know, the consistency and got away from the... Getting content out of people. So I'm glad that we're going back to this. I felt like we were more in tune with people. We were more in tune with what was happening every single day in the sports world. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad to be kind of getting back to that.
1: Yeah, same here. So and we're still the podcast, of course, will always be available if you missed a live portion of a show. iTunes, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcasting app is. So If you miss out on the show, tune in. We'll still be answering comments probably towards the end of the show. So if you have a really cool comment, something you really, you know, we find outstanding, you'll hear yourself on the podcast too. And for those podcast listeners, it's just another place for you to come in and say, Hey, maybe I got a question. Maybe I have a really cool comment that uh, me and Sammy want to discuss. So please just like tune into the live show whenever you can. And when you can't just download it and spread the word.
0: Yeah. And I guess one last thing about the whole, uh, our whole new thing here is, When we do have guests, if we have something like big coming up, we will have things that are just on the podcast that might not be live. So stay in tune with the pod feed. Of course, if you're on the live, we'll be talking about what we have going on. Um, We do have an exciting guest in Walter Jones, maybe the best Seahawk of all time coming on this week. Um, We'll have that out hopefully by Friday. We're having some scheduling communications. And so... Just stay tuned with us. Like I said, at pod, that's going to have all the information, our website, thesportsontap.com, And, uh, just stay in tune with us. Cause we'll, we'll be letting you know what's happening, but I'm really excited to get back to this kind of fresh beginning. As we keep talking about George, I think George and I keep talking about this off the show, off the podcast, but well, now it's on the but, show. So that's well, fun too. <laughs> yeah. No, I said, yeah, so that's why I'm talking about it now. So we keep talking about it off the show, but this is like, uh, we're calling this season two, episode one. This is kind of like a new star, New type of content right? and, and kind of getting back to our old type of content, which is kind of cool. And uh there's one thing we do that's different. Um, and I could consider this one of those, but we we have been doing icebreakers. So you're always gonna hear kind of this the way the podcast is gonna intro a lot is these random topics. Today was a personal topic. Sometimes it might be pop culture, it could be a sports topic, it could be a story about something I did last night or George did last night. So stay tuned with that. And, for our Seattle people, we'll also have a lot of Seattle stuff incorporated at in certain, you know, branches of the podcast. So it's uh we do still have a Seattle sports lean on this podcast at at some point in the podcast, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess Seattle sports lean, Seattle sports biased, whatever you you biased. might want to call it.
0: <laughs> well, George, uh, now that we introed all this stuff, though, I think uh, everyone knows we're. This is pod that two brothers talking sports. So find us there on iTunes, Spotify, wherever um, YouTube at pod, that Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of them follow us on all these spots. If you want to stay in tune with what we got going on and what we're posting. And uh, I do actually have an, another icebreaker today that I wanted to I talk love it. About. And I'm bringing right. it up on my phone. And this is one thing that my phone's out, right? This is one thing George and I talked about because yeah. I think it's important. We're, we, we are trying to, you know, have our shows be? Uh, we're not ESPN. We're trying to be casual. Obviously, obviously, I'm paying attention to what's going on here, but it's not all about you know. It's not it, about like, I'm I'm, going to be natural.
1: Yeah, like you can see that if you're listening to the podcast. But I just sat up on my chair and got really good posture all of a sudden. It's not about that. We're we're not. This is more. This is like two guys, and I, mean, I guess we'll continue this combo for like 30 more seconds before we get into our first icebreaker. We have branded the sports on tap as the internet's pup and that's what we want this to be and we wanted to feel like two guys just sitting at a bar shooting shit talking sports and uh it doesn't matter how you're sitting i mean you and your friends don't sit at a bar and face front forward and have like a tablet and say okay my turn and give hot takes like it, it's a conversation at a bar
0: conversation at a bar and that includes random topics and I think, no, and that, that's kind of the, that's the so big That's so true, it's so uh, true. You might be chilling in front of the bar. You could be talking about sports one minute and be talking about something else. I actually did just see something, George, on uh, Twitter.
1: Yep. Yeah, I, I still want to talk about Southwest that, Airlines. But, 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 by the way, that's exactly, like, what you just did there, just for those listening, is exactly what it is, because you might be watching a sports game at the bar and be talking about something and be like, yo, dude, I just saw something on Twitter.
0: Which I did just see something on Twitter. Exactly. Which is, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife... I saw this too. Uh, she is now Mackenzie Skye has now donated more than eight billion
1: dollars. Yeah, it's a lot of money. She announced uh, another
0: two point seven four billion in grants today. Uh, wow. The, I mean, I just thought that was kind of crazy because it's so weird. I feel like people always talk about these billionaires, whatever, whoever it is, and they're always like. Why the hell don't they donate more money and help more people? She's like, she she got the divorce, got half the money, and was like, I can do it. I mean, she, she could live off a couple hundred, a million dollars, and still donate billions and billions. And yeah, actually, because I always wondered, like, you know, I guess usually the ones that built the companies maybe have a little more greed to
1: keep that money. Yeah, because they worked <laughs> so hard for it. I mean, like, I'm not saying Mackenzie Scott is. Uh, is that her last name, right? Scott. Is that what was trending today? It is. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, any relation to your girlfriend Aaron Scott? Because if so, I would like to put the sports in tap as a charity organization. Yeah. I'll take a I'll take a bill. Um, I, have a, I
0: have a big discussion to have with my girlfriend today because uh I I just realized, yeah, the same last name, even though Scott's yeah. quite 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 popular. But the yeah, ball in Seattle, this is interesting. Uh, I <laughs>
1: don't think they're the only people with the last name yeah. Scott in the United States. But George. States probably live within a 30-mile radius of each other. So, Oh, they they totally do. Now, two do. things here. One, is Jeff Bezos a big phil- philanthropic person? Does he donate I a lot of money so, himself? Yes. yes. Okay, that, 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 that's, that was question number one. So my first point was not going to uh, make any sense, so I'm going to ignore that. I was going to say maybe she's trying to piss him off after the divorce by donating all the money he made. So that's not going to piss him off. But my second thing I was going to say is, One sec, I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, Jeff Bezos topped the list among 50
0: U.S. charity donors by donating $10 billion to to launch Bezos' Earth Fund. It's like his fund, but it's literally donation. Still, yeah. It's donation, And he announced last week that he was stepping down as Amazon CEO to devote more time to
1: philanthropy in
0: the project and contributed... $100 A hundred million dollars to feeding America,
1: <laughs> so okay, I think so he's yeah. very into it. So that's not going to piss him off. But you know who would should be pissed off a little bit? the 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 teacher that married Mackenzie Scott that was like you're you're trying too hard, George. You're no, no, hard, I'm dude. not trying too hard. He's probably like <laughs> I. She said, Sammy, that she wants to donate every single dollar she has.
0: Okay, when when a billionaire says they're trying to donate every single dollar they have, that would leave donate- you with zero dollars. <laughs> Yeah, no, what that means is like, I'm going to donate my entire wealth. Guess how much they they can leave? That'd be like me donating. If I donated my entire wealth, I could probably still put aside a hundred bucks without anybody knowing. For a billionaire, that'd be like, I put aside a hundred million.
1: Okay. T- hold on, 20 she million. Be- she be- she better leave that guy something because I mean, he, he kind of hit the jackpot and he's like, can you don- why are you donating every dollar you got?
0: Well, my hope, George, is that
1: they're together for love, not for uh he didn't marry her for the money. Yeah. It's interesting, but I mean, she, he was a science science or math teacher at the school. Right. I mean, it's like science. If it was math, we'd be getting sketchy here, but oh, that would be very sketchy. Yeah. Well, no, fair enough. Oh, that's really nice of her. though. um, I mean, in all like fairness and all reality for half a second, when people put their money to good use and do it for the betterment of the world, it is a great thing.
0: It is. Um, the real icebreaker is going to get to before we get on to some sports was the southwest airlines story so for mm-hmm. like the second day in a row southwest airline has suspended all flights um, i think yesterday wasn't the full day but they grounded all flights because of technological issues today and wow. it got me thinking of the suez canal when that happened and how mm-hmm. like you know when it got stuck what they say it was like billions and billions of dollars of operation oh, yeah. of course collapsed right how, like how messed up, like, is the world of airlines today? From this one day of like mess up, right? Like the amount of money that has to be refunded, and the amount of flights that have to be figured out, and the amount of people mm-hmm. missing flights, missing something else, having to pay for different flights to get to a wedding, to get to a job,
1: to get to, or for I, I Southwest just, to figure out how the hell they're gonna re like put all these people who missed today's flight onto another flight, whether it's tomorrow or what.
0: Yeah, I think it would have been easier if this was like more earlier in the pandemic when flights were very oh, empty. And you could have you could have thrown them on a Delta in Alaska, but flights are getting full again.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, there's probably no place hit harder for, with this news than where I'm living right now in Phoenix, Arizona, which is the biggest Southwest Airlines hub in the country. So, um, you know, I think. They're, they have a, almost a whole terminal here. So I think about 40% of the flights that come into Phoenix or depart from Phoenix are actually Southwest Airlines. So they're right. going to have a big, big, big trouble on their hand. And it's interesting because I was flying yesterday. I came from San Diego to Phoenix, and my flight was delayed. It was Frontier Airlines, so it wasn't Southwest. But I just wonder if there was like a – it just threw a lot of things into commotion, right? Like cause different flight times taken off, like moving people around. I was only delayed by like forty-five minutes, but I have no idea if it has anything to do with it. But I um think, yeah. But yeah, I know you could. don't need that Mix that it. could
0: be part of the like
1: that's could be part of the point. Yeah, like that
0: it could just throw off the whole world of the whole world, the
1: whole all of the called, Yeah. Cause Southwest doesn't really travel yeah. much outside of the United States. Yeah, that's why that's why I
0: rephrased. I was like, that's why I said. US, like but it's not do, gonna mess they do, up.
1: Yeah, they do fly a little bit, though, oh, to uh, I think Mexico and like Costa fine. still, and like, stuff. it's not
0: messing yeah. up the world's transportation. No, no, means. no, not, not by <laughs> any means. Um, well, be careful flying southwest this week, I guess, if anyone's flying southwest,
1: but you do and, get uh, two free bags, you do, which I like. I don't mind southwest,
0: but a lot of people downplay it, it's not you spirit. Know,
1: why do people downplay so much? I actually love it. I think it, to me, it's, it's not like, that
0: updated of planes. That's why.
1: Okay, that's fair. But you get the two free bags, and I, I think that's by itself worth it. Person, it is. That's, that's it's, I, I like it. I like it. Perfect. Um, well,
0: let's talk some basketball because
1: right, one more thing. But, I, but let's yeah, stick to for this it. topic. I, I got to ask you a question. So yesterday, I did fly Frontier, right? And um, they make you pay forty dollars for a carry on, but. I wonder if I really had to pay the forty dollars for the carry on because no one checked my ticket to see if I was eligible for a carry on or not. Could I just walked on with a carry on? Probably, right? Or do they? Or when I scanned my ticket, did they say like carry on? Okay. Probably, I have no idea. There's an me awful either. question for
0: me to be honest, my man, because I have no clue. I've never flown Frontier. Is it like is it supposed to be worse or better than Spirit?
1: Oh, it's better than Spirit. I mean, everything's better than Spirit. Walking is better than Spirit Airlines. Spirit's, so,
0: Spirit's a messed up world.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, Frontier's better than Spirit, but it's, it's the lowest of like – I think it's Spirit, Allegiant, Airline, and then Frontier, then
0: work your way out. I'll, ge- I'll give you the simple answer. If these guys are charging $40 for a carry-on, they're making sure they're getting their money for their carry-ons. So All right, they, fair enough. You, yeah. You're you're when you scanned your ticket, they knew. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs>
1: they knew. When you charge 40 bucks for a carry-on, you're you're getting every well, penny. Well, it's of also not worth the risk because I read online that it's $60 at the airport if you have to pay at the airport. So if you maybe if you're trying to sneak it on and they stop you, now you got to pay $60. They're scamming people out here. Yeah, I know. Well really Mike, I was thinking about it. This is my last comment, I promise. And I, my whole flight itself, Sammy, was 69 round trip and I paid 80, 40 each way for a carry on. So my human life is worth less than a carry on. A human life. Oh, yeah. To get uh, on the person, flight. To get on the flight. Yeah. I mean, human.
0: That's fair. The way you said it was much more dramatic than the,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> totally the human total, life. Total. The drama was meant to be.
0: Yeah. I was like, my goodness.
1: Well, Let's
0: talk some NBA. Let's uh, do it. I'm glad that they took care of your human life and you're able to still watch some basketball because um, we actually have some exciting series now. I think uh, we're, you know, uh, we had some weird... This this playoffs has had a couple of these with the Clippers, now with the Nets blowing out the Bucks two games where you think you're about to have like a boring series. It, like yep. And, you know, Kawhi for some reason, won't show up for game one or game two of any of these series and then decides to be Kawhi. And then you have the Brooklyn Nets, which is the most, I think, exciting topic because that's today. So we'll stick to that right now, which is, you know, Kevin Durant lost Kyrie and James Harden. And it was looking very LeBron-esque of 2015, right? 2015 LeBron-esque where he lost Love and Kyrie. And Durant looked pretty defeated. I mean, like he was trying, but he looked like, you know he was exhausted. He was trying his. It's not like he would give up, but he was, he was really working. And the Bucks are a good team. And everyone kind of thought like, okay, here, here's the moment, right? Like for Durant, can he do it by himself? He's been on a lot of super teams, true. And no, no one really expected James Harden to be back after Steve Nash had like, oh, he's not really ready, and all these things. And then boom, out of nowhere, this morning, we have James Harden looking like he's gonna play unless there's some. Bad
1: setback, Bad, yeah. Warm during warm ups, which, I which mean, is possible, which is a very hamstring possible. Tweak. Hamstring tweak or just doesn't feel like he's ready to give it a go. Yeah, I mean that, that's very possible. I don't. Th- I think he's going to try to give it a go. So it's not. I'm, I'm not saying I don't think he's going to play. I actually think he's going to play. Um, the thing with Durant and yeah, it was looking like. And not defeated, but it's almost like they figured him out, right? Like, first of all, Joe Harris has been horrible this series. And second of all, Kevin Durant now with no Kyrie, no Harden, you can kind of throw everything at him. And there's not much after that. Blake Griffin's been able to play good because he was, what, option number four, five. Uh, Joe Harris, wide open shots yeah, earlier, he'll hit those. But when you're asking those guys to be the two and three, now you got yourself a problem, and that's where I think Kevin Durant kind of he coming off an Achilles injury. I don't think we're going to see a Kevin Durant in his career where he has to do every single thing, and he's okay with that. I think he's always going to want need help.
0: Yeah, and we're we I think that was the big thing. A lot of people are comparing it to like the twenty five LeBron, two thousand fifteen LeBron. LeBron was not, you know, 30 coming off an Achilles injury then. Right. Well, actually he was 30, but he wasn't coming off an Achilles tear. He was Mm. in his prime 30. And LeBron's a little bit of a different animal than most people, right? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit, yeah. Like with Durant, like I know we are all, we all want to see it. But the reality is, like you said, he's coming off an Achilles injury and He's kind of been in a position most of his career where he ha- he's never had to just take over on his own by himself. Say never. what you want about Russell Westbrook, but like, you know, Russell Westbrook's not a bad number two to have. He's not the best to play with, but Durant's never been in that situation like LeBron where his second best player was Matthew Della Vadova, right? Never and. Enough. And even this this situation, I know it's not it wasn't the best the other day, but it, it wasn't LeBron 2015. I mean, like Joe Harris, uh, LeBron would have loved Joe Harris or Blake Griffin um, on that 2015 team. So like, I don't yes, think, of course, yeah. I don't think it's fair to compare it to LeBron one because I think LeBron, despite Durant maybe being still like the he, Durant, really might be the best player in the NBA right now. But he, I mean, LeBron's maybe the second best player of all time. So it's hard to compare mm-hmm. those things. And number two is. You know, is Durant's like, that was maybe the first time in the playoffs I think he's ever been in one of those really desperation moments. Like, you think about his playoff runs, George. It has been mostly like he has Russell Westbrook and James Harden for a couple years with them. He's had Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green. When has Durant ever been in a playoff series where it's just like, mano y mano I got to figure this out?
1: Yeah, not much in his career, but I mean, at the same time, well, now he doesn't have to do it. It is harder to do it when you... Are sprung into it, right? Like it's not like mid game, yeah, (laughs) mid game. Like, all right, man, whole game adjustment. You're gonna be the guy. You gotta get the ball and score every single possession. Uh, I think he would have played a lot better tonight and tried to carry the team if Harden wasn't playing. But now Harden's playing, so he's also not gonna be doing being. He's not gonna be asked to shoot the ball thirty five times or anything like that. So in a way, in a way, I, I, I I I'm not saying you are, but I you know you go on Twitter and you. Start going through the rabbit hole, and people are like, "Oh, look, Kevin Durant can't do it by himself." Like, well, yeah, Kyrie, <laughs> I hate uh, when you do your Twitter yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like I'm like, look, no, the people are like, I'm like, really? Like that's what you got out of like Kyrie Irving, like, like ankle injury, like halfway through the game, and now you're mm-hmm. saying that Kevin Durant can't carry the team? Like it's just, yeah. To me, that's I don't, not I don't the think problem. that's
0: I don't I, yeah, but I don't think that's people's point either. I think it. I think you do like to see at some point in a guy's career in a playoff series, I get put in like a weird situation and kind of have that badass game. Cause let me tell you, like I've seen Steph Curry pull some magic out of his ass. Yeah. And and I've had to, I know. And I've seen LeBron pull magic out of his ass and I've seen even Kawhi Leonard do it. And I've seen, you know, even for certain games, James Harden here or there, usually in the earlier parts of the series, but, and I seen Chris Paul do it. Like, I, I feel like we've seen Kevin Durant, do a lot of magic in the playoffs but we've never seen right. him have to pull anything out of his ass people are like yeah right. he beat lebron four one yeah but i mean he had steph curry clay thompson draymond green he's never had this moment of
1: like i guess this is what's uh well i, I thought think, it was going to be tonight the first time we'd have to see him too. try to do it which but, i think that's like, the bigger it's not thing Happening, is, i think
0: it would have been <laughs> interesting to see him have that moment more than anything i don't think it's that
1: i think i don't think that it matters that much right like the guy
0: is Two finals MVPs, and he's fine. No, no, like, I'm
1: totally with you. How fun would it be? To, I like. I, in a way, I wish Harden wasn't coming back tonight, and we see Kevin Durant like have to do it and see what he what his reaction is, what his answer is. And the reason I think it'd be interesting too,
0: especially, is because now with Harden there, if Harden plays bad, it's like a cop out kind of situation. You know, like kind of like when he had Westbrook. Every time, it's like, oh, if Westbrook played bad, it was. Well, Durant lost was the Westbrook playing bad, right? Uh, yeah. So I feel like he kind of has that thing to fall back on, like, oh, they tried to get hard and
1: going, it didn't work. I just was very excited to see, like, me too. It, I, 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 the more I think about, it, I would have been very excited to see it and just how and it would have unfolded.
0: Yeah, and that's a sign of respect because I, I wouldn't be excited to watch I, I, Giannis. I yeah, I wouldn't be. Oh, Giannis lost all his players. Let's watch him like just put his head there's something about Kevin Durant that, you know, he has that, like he has that special talent that he has the ability to do something insane. Yes. That's why you like, that's why we want to see it. Right. I, we would never be like, yeah, man, I really wanted to see Ben Simmons in that situation
1: where see if he could do it. Like no one cares. <laughs> well, yeah. Right? i mean, we're gonna watch, well, watch Ben Simmons brick like 15 yeah. shots, shots. Like the
0: only reason we're excited is because it, cuz we Kevin everybody Durant. knows Kevin Durant it's, has this special thing like
1: yeah i just i think it's also unfair to ask him to do it now like i like i wonder what it would have been like in golden state when he was always healthy like i just don't know if like his his body can do it now like he's almost like a designated hitter right like he can kind of like all right it's your turn man, man go score i i don't know I don't either know. because you know i don't
0: know because that that almost feels like disrespected Durant because he's been so like it's hard to tell you know what it is hard to tell when this guy and this is why I was excited to see him without these dudes Mm -hmm. is because this guy Kevin Durant you just said like oh we've never you're right maybe we've never we don't know if he can do it because we've never seen him have to try we don't I don't even know in Golden State I don't even know in Oklahoma City because he's always had a buddying superstar there's never been right. one minute like one situation except for that game four the other night where i've
1: seen kevin durant on the floor like kind
0: of by himself right
1: right and, right and, and that's what why i was saying like and i know you you're with me on this is you can't judge him in that moment because it happened in the middle of the game i want to see it like all right i know yeah. tonight walking into that game walking in that mindset walking into that game plan like am i gonna score i have to score yeah. 45 to win tonight but I guess I
0: was I was going off your point too that you said you said that like you don't know if he can do it anymore. Like well he maybe he can't believe he hasn't really had to because he's had No Kyrie no and that's James my Harden. point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I just don't know like is it good for his ankle or, or I mean sorry his Achilles and all the injuries he's had in his career leading up to this point. It might and it might be, it might be totally fine. But I'm just not yeah. I'm just not sure. I, I but the, but the point is like regardless of the
0: injuries, even like I, I didn't know I didn't know if he was built for it in Golden State either. To be honest with you, because unfortunately, if Kevin Durant had a bad game in Golden State, he had Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and like Andre Iguodala in the finals always showed up. Right. It's just really interesting that Kevin Durant might be one of the, like the only superstars that like since year one or two in his career he never really had like a bad situation ever. Never ever like year one maybe in Seattle was a bad situation, but then. He goes to OKC. They get Westbrook, Harden, Abaka, and they're good like this. And since then, he's been
1: yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, mean, team. I mean, yeah, but I mean, in in, in a way, you gotta kind of give him credit for that too, because I mean, he, may, I mean, the reason he's never been in bad situations is because he's on the team. You replace Correct, Kevin Durant right. with like I mean, outside of Golden. I mean, anywhere he goes, he's you know, he's such a he's a top ten player in the league, so yeah, that helps. That, that's that that helps post your like first rookie contract, but you have
0: no control of that. You have no control that like LeBron James would have loved if the Cavaliers drafted Westbrook and Harden, (laughs) right to Cleveland. Oh, of course Durant had no control of that. And since OKC, it's not really because of him just being good. He also joined the best team ever. So it's kind of like, yes, it makes a difference that he's on the team, but I just think it's very interesting that it's, it's rare to have a guy like that, that from draft, not from draft day, but I guess from the move from Seattle after his rookie year on, like he's never really been put in that bad of a position. And I think the worst position he's been in is playing with Russell Westbrook because West, Russell Westbrook's <laughs> kind of crazy, but I mean, like imagine that, so right? Like, yep. like that's Bradley Beale's best position. In his career is playing with Russell Westbrook right now, probably. And like Absolutely. for Kevin Grant, that's his worst situation. So it's like, it's crazy. I think, um, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. I, I'm having trouble deciding if, like, uh, if the Bucks kind of figured it out themselves, or is Harden coming back now, and it's going to be like games one and two?
1: Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't. I feel like this. They haven't figured out shit. But I also don't know if Harden's healthy, so I don't know if they have to figure out shit. I don't know. We'll see. I I I think I'm taking Milwaukee (laughs)
0: tonight just because.
1: I think so too, but I mean, could we have a situation where James Harden comes in and looks really, really good and it changes the compl- the 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 whole entire part of the series? And today's a legacy. I mean, I I know we talked to us before the podcast. Like, I mean, I, I did tell you I think James Harden's legacy is on the line, but I forgot, I failed to mention. You know whose legacy is really on the line is Giannis. Like, hit, like I know it's so early, not his legacy, but like we're going to get to the point where people are like, if he doesn't win this year, everyone's going to be kind of not forget him, but no one's going to trust him ever again or choose him ever again to win a championship until he actually does it. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, that, that's real. That guy's legacy is way more on on Like you said, like yes, n- not coming off an injury or anything like you're actually, he's actually been handed a golden opportunity that Kyrie's down, uh, and Harden's coming off injury. Like, this is your one shot. Cause, like, guess what? If
1: this team's healthy next year, you're not beating the Brooklyn Nets next year. Nope. This is it. You got <laughs> it. You got to is- take, yeah, two games out of three. I mean, tonight, Giannis needs to just uh, put the game yep. on his back in quarters one through three and blow them out. Because we've, one thing we've seen about Giannis, this is not a guy who in the fourth quarter is going to break you down off the dribble and score. So if they're going to win, there need to be gangbusters and, and and kind of take a huge lead early on in the game.
0: Yeah, it's it's simple. And I think when you look at the East right now, Giannis has a healthy Drew Holiday and a healthy Chris Middleton and a healthy team. And you have a beat up Brooklyn. You have Philadelphia, who's tied 2-2 with Atlanta because Joel Embiid's well, knee is I mean, obviously. Well, Joel,
1: Joel Embiid has a torn meniscus. I mean – yeah. For him to even be playing on that, it's just kind of like if he and he's obviously was in the pain last night. He was in was 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 obvious.
0: Well, the point of me saying that was that this is the prime opportunity. Like you're not going to have a situation in a year or two years where the two other best teams, all their superstars are hurt. Yep. At the same time, you're. <laughs> I right. know you're trying. But and you not just that now, in the
1: West, you, the Nuggets got hurt. The Suns are a young team with no playoff experience. Utah's the one seed. The Clippers are not like it's the Clippers, I and mean, let's go look at their history. It's not the greatest history. There's AKA there's so- Lebron's knocked out this year. Lebron's knocked out. <laughs> Cur- Curry didn't get a play in the playoffs because you know they're they were an injury riddled team too, and they don't didn't have Clay back. And so like this is I kind of feel like this is the window for Milwaukee if they don't get it done this year. It's gonna be really hard pressed for me to go and say, "Hey, next year, go out and get them."
0: I do think they're gonna actually make the finals now, though. Uh, so when it's all said and done, it, it, but I think today's the decider. So I think if Milwaukee wins tonight, I think they're going to the NBA Finals, and I think yeah, if I they agree. lose tonight, then they're actually they're probably gonna go home this series. I think it's that big of a deal yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I could not agree You're beating with Brooklyn
1: you two in a row. Can, I cannot agree with Can, you more. more. Could not agree so, more. Let's see what they do. This is exciting. Yep. So uh, you're predicting them to win today. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm still not <laughs> I'm, sure.
0: Well, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> me, uh, either.
1: me either. I'm, not, no I'm predict- not. that confident.
0: Yeah, I have no prediction really. My 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 only thing I'm saying is that if they win, they're going to the finals.
1: If they uh, lose
0: today, I don't know if they make it out of the series.
1: Yeah, nothing's changed for me in this series as far as what I said before the series, which is the winner of a series is going to go on and win the NBA finals. No, I
0: was about to say, nothing's changed, even with Kyrie hurt. <laughs> but then, I no, thought you no, were no,
1: say, no. The, win, know, the winner of this series I, to me is going to win it all. I understand.
0: It was a joke. I was saying, like, yeah. I thought you were saying, like, nothing's changed in this series. Bucks are winning. I was like, really? Kyrie getting hurt? Nothing's changed.
1: <laughs> yeah, nothing. No, but I mean, unless Kyrie's like, like they said, he's out the rest of the series. If he's not healthy the rest of the playoffs, that changes the equation for everything, right? I mean, then the Clippers might win, the Suns, the Jazz. There's a.
0: Yeah, so I mean,
1: you you can also win with James Harden and Kevin Durant. It's yes, you could. you could. <laughs> you have a pretty good, talk could talk about they a good roster. Totally
0: you got a team that has Kevin Durant or has Kyrie Irving out, and they're like, "Oh, it's okay. We'll bring back one of our guys. It's James Harden." And it's like, "Well, Kyrie's gonna be out for the series." Okay, well, we'll leave James Harden. Oh, we have James Harden. Yeah, and you, also we have Kevin Durant. Like, oh, holy shit! Now yeah,
1: they're, they're they're pretty loaded here, but in a way, like. I guess they only need, like, I feel like if they only had two stars and had a bunch of role players, they could win two. It would have been better than having all three of these guys in a weird way. But that's a different story for a different day.
0: Yeah. I was, I was like, I'm, I will I'll rebut that to the death of me because this team is perfectly great if they were all healthy. But they also have a guy named Kyrie Irving who, outside of one playoff run with LeBron, I don't know if he's made it and healthy. I and mean, neither <laughs> has Durant.
1: Durant hasn't been a big bill of health either. That's true. Actually, I mean,
0: his Golden State career ended on injury.
1: Yeah, and it the first year, remember, they thought he tore his ACL, and he well, he didn't. He came back in the playoffs, but you know, they they've won playoff series without him in Golden State too. So he's ending in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. He had some injury history as well. And poor, unlucky
0: James Harden, who's probably been the healthiest superstar in the history of the last ten years. He has been, not probably. Yeah. Now he's hurt <laughs> out of <Yeah>. all times. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: I mean, he also had a short off season and came in out of shape. So that didn't help either. Yeah. Well, I, it was I a short off season, but a lot of players hurt. came in out of shape. That's why there's been so many play. injuries this year. I was, yeah, I was, I was about to say like
0: LeBron was kind of chunky and slow. So
1: yeah. Yeah. It's same I was thing. like, so
0: James Harden gets a pass this one year. If, if LeBron came in chunky and slow, James Harden gets a pass. Um, I think that's all we got today. Perfect. My man. Well, uh, Anything to plug? No. Uh, Everything we talked about at the beginning. We're back every day. Um, We're back every single day. As everyone knows, pod that. And uh, pod that. Two Brothers Talking Sports. You can find us at pod that on everywhere. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, all the good places. So, check us out there. And I was going to I'm going to save it for tomorrow, but we will add a little bit of a, I have some Seahawks stuff to talk to you about tomorrow at the end of the show. So for those that are Seattle fans, stay tuned in for a Seattle topic
1: quite often, right? Maybe at least like three, four times a week. Yeah. Could be every day too, if it's at the end of a podcast. So stay tuned for that. I know it's about Jamal Adams. I got thoughts as well. So we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow.
0: I say, just pay the guy. Me too. (laughs) Much love. And, uh, Wow, we're back live daily. So, guys, please tune in. This was episode one, technically. So, that's pretty exciting. Season two, baby. Much love. uh, And we'll be back tomorrow. This is the Sports on Tap. This is
1: the Internet's Pub.